Hi, I'm Eric, also known as v 47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour and the Starfleet Escape Podcast. You're listening to another great Four-Eyed Radio product. For more shows, check out foureyedradio.com. It's morphin' time! Ay 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 ay! It's the Ranger Command Power Hour! Today on the Power Hour, episode 175, Rangers discuss Dino Fury news, recorded on February 9th, 2021. And February 12th. (laughs) 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 Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four Eyed Radio Network. It's time to Ranger up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as Truckee B47. I'm AP, also known as Secret Ranger Fan. And I'm Zach, also known as Hollywood. This episode is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more about supporting Ranger Command Power Hour. Thanks to our $5 and above patrons, Chris P., Steve F., AJW, Tyler W., Tyler B., Tyler D., Eric D., Leland D., Jacob P., Steve M., Liz M., Craig M., Mason M., Hassan A., Bo H., Raheem Y., Josh P., Derek G., and Teresa B. for supporting us this month. You can also find a link to all of the links that you can support us at linktr.ee slash rangercommandph as well as our Amazon affiliate store at amazon.com slash shop slash rangercommandph. And in our link tree, we also have a link to the Amazon affiliate code. So anything you purchase off Amazon using that link will support the podcast. So we appreciate it really much. Mm -hmm. All right. How is everyone doing? I'm not going to lie, I'm still kind of uh, riding high off of that Victory Royale in Fortnite last night. That was pretty good. I saw that on on stream. That was was, pretty clutch. That was good. That was pretty good. AP, how about you? How's it going? Um, I'm alive. That's good. (laughs) I don't know, like nothing much. (laughs) That's as much as anyone can ask for these days. You know, I'm alive. I'm alive. Um, (laughs) My family's doing well. Like, I don't, still COVID. I yeah. wish more interesting things were happening. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, look, at this point, I'll just take good health and friends over all that oh, stuff. I mean, yeah. I've been streaming a hell of a lot more on Twitch, which has been a lot of fun. Last night was pretty good. Uh, I did a highlight of like our clutch wins in Fortnite, and it's fun. And I get to hang out with people that we know, like Hassan and uh, Chris Long and Rye and Corey and a whole bunch of other people. And I don't know. It's it's a lot of fun, and I enjoy doing it. So it's it's pretty cool. It's good times. Oh, I can say, yeah, I became an uncle for the second time since last time we recorded. Oh, congratulations, Zach. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I got a little nephew now. Oh, man. Oh, news for me. I'm becoming an aunt. Oh, my gosh. So, Woo. yeah. <laughs> we don't know what it is yet. Still a little early, but... My sister and her husband are going to have a baby. You are going to be such a fun aunt. I hope so. Yeah, I, really I, I think so. you will be. Yeah, and and hey, I'm I'm an uncle too. So I mean, that's that's like six years ago at this point, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was telling Zach we were texting each other, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to dress this kid up in a Power Rangers outfit because my." <laughs> want to buy this like power rangers bib and stuff because my sister always joked even before she was with her husband like 
if I ever have kids and I leave them with you, they're going to come back to me in Power Ranger outfits. <laughs> so now I have to like actually do that. <laughs> It'd be amazing. <laughs> and and you can buy those baby gifts through our Amazon. No, I'm kidding. I know, right? <laughs> and I mean, kind of also Power Rangers related. My nephew's initials are RJ. So. Well, the best ranger. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, um, I hope all of our listeners are are doing well. This is the first of uh, two episodes that we'll be doing this month. I think our extra episode that'll be released on uh, Saturday, the 27th, which will be a week after uh, the premiere of Dino Fury. So I think instead of a Rangers commentary, we're just going to talk about uh, the first episode of Dino Fury, our impressions, kind of what we thought about it. That's if it's available to stream for everyone. <laughs> I don't know. I watch it through Philo, the DVR internet thing that I use to watch Nickelodeon because yeah. I don't have cable. I'll just get up early and watch it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Maybe we'll record early that Saturday or I don't know if we're around, get like our f- really fresh opinions. Okay. But we do have a lot of news to talk about related to Dino Fury. I know Februarys are always a huge month for Power Rangers because usually that's when uh, the new series premieres. But before we get to all the Dino Fury news, there was also just some other news that I wanted to talk about. This past week has been kind of a whirlwind when it comes to Power Rangers and everything that's been going on like with all the dino fury announcements and social media and all that stuff and the first thing that that kind of really kicked off february of course february is black history month and i know last year power rangers did a post for black history month where they had like a thread of all the African-American Rangers, you know, the, the black Rangers that not black Rangers, the color, but the skin type and the sentiment is there. Like it's doing what everyone else does for black history month. But even last year, there were some errors, misspelling of names, really unfortunate. Well, they didn't correct any of that. And I think more people noticed it this year, especially because we've got black lives matter. We've got all these important movements right now. And I think people had enough of it this year. It also somehow got worse. Yes. Like the pictures, which I'm sure you'll go into. Oh yeah. I have a whole (laughs) freaking rant about that too. (laughs) But yeah, Power Rangers on February 1st, they did kind of updated graphics, but they didn't update anything else. And there's just so many errors, not just with the Ranger names, like some of the Ranger names, but season names and even like the real life actors, misspelling of their names. And, you know, I thought it was just such a disrespect to, you know, not only the franchise, but to those actors and to those characters. Yeah. You know, when Black History Month is supposed to celebrate black people and black culture, and I know it's like, oh, it's just Power Rangers, but if you're going to do something like this, this still matters. Like, you have to be correct in this stuff. And Mm -hmm. personally, I didn't notice a lot of that last year. I know people were pointing out that, you know, AP, you were pointing out there was some of the same errors as last year. And I didn't realize that, you know, they had made those mistakes before, but 
it was definitely amplified this year and it was a really, really bad look. I think it really is just like pure laziness on whoever is in charge of, of this kind of thing for social because this is clear, like, as you said, you know, since a lot of these mistakes are the same mistakes from last year, they clearly just copy and pasted. And you know Ranger Nation points this stuff out. Exactly. And the fact that they didn't even pay attention to the people who were calling out last year. Zach, it's a copy and paste job. Yeah, it's a copy and paste job and it's just inexcusable. I mean, yes, the the thought is nice. The sentiment is nice. It is nice that you're doing something for Black History Month. Yes, there is no question in that. But do it correctly. Do not half this do not even you didn't even have this you quarter this <laughs> it's just inexcusable the amount of of mistakes in the copy mm-hmm. like this wasn't run by any kind of editor or higher up this was i think some intern left to their own devices and just said that's eh, good enough it almost looks like they did it on like hate to say it, but like a, like an iphone or something and just like spell check took over and right they just didn't correct it they're just like, right. oh, it looks, looks fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I know some of the graphics were obviously pre-made. They had a template that they slapped this into. But, you know, if they're copying and pasting from some master document that they used last year and they didn't take the time to listen to fans, they didn't take the time to correct the errors that people pointed out in the past for a second year in a row, that is a really bad look. And I want to shout out uh, Morg Lamia, Morg underscore Lamia. He runs the Ranger Board Twitter account. He's part of the Ranger Board staff. And he made a list of all the errors that people were pointing out. And it wasn't just him. There were people calling out Power Ranger social account directly. And here's the list. So first this, okay. So this is my issue first off with some of the pictures that they used. So a few months ago, I was trying to grab some pictures for the Power Rangers Survivor when I did that with Doug and I was setting up my graphics and, you know, you do a Google search and you look for like the best high quality type of images. Obviously I've, I've stored a lot of pictures um, over the years just for Power Rangers for situations like this but I needed some extra ones and Google suggested a couple of them from Ranger wiki. And I went to take a look at some of these pictures and obviously Ranger wiki. It's a, like any other wiki users can submit pictures. They can change info, all this stuff. I noticed this one user thought it would be a good idea to run screen grabs and like even high quality from newer seasons and just run it through like some kind of BS AI driven, like Photoshop filter that smoothed all their faces, tried to quote unquote upscale it. And all of these pictures look like they were wax figures. I mean, it was horrible. It was even like from a newer season, like from the Dino charge team up, like the picture they used for Austin St. John from that team up, which if you're getting Nickelodeon HD image, the picture is fine. Like you don't need to even touch that. And it was smooth to where Austin St. John looked like a wax figure. And a lot of these were, and I noted, I went into that user's profile and they had uploaded almost thousands of images that, that were done through this process. And I had to alert 
the Ranger Wiki people. I was like, look, these are freaking horrible. I don't know how this was allowed to happen or how it was allowed to be posted. And they are horrible images as, as a graphic designer, as someone who can spot something that's Photoshopped from a mile away. I was just going to say as somebody with eyeballs or with eyeballs, right? These were terrible. And now most of the images that are in this list were taken from Ranger Wiki and used these horrible wax filtered, super distorted images that look terrible. And that was one of the things I noticed. And a, a lot of these are, are here. So just based on the images, this isn't even dealing with the spellings or anything. Tanya's screenshot, TJ's screenshot, Joel's screenshot, Max's screenshot, Ethan's screenshot, Jack's screenshot, Noah's screenshot, Haley's screenshot, Devin's screenshot, all from Ranger Wiki, all from this terrible user's horribly photoshopped images and that's just on that level you got half of those rangers looking like wax dolls on your posts not a great look here's some of the other things they misspelled time force as one word they misspelled deborah estelle phillips last name they used the fandom named cliff for a squad green none of those a squad members had official designations except for charlie they misspelled Scott Truman's name as true man, like with the E in the middle. They missed the John part in John Mark Loudermilk's name, who played Noah from uh, Megaforce. They called it Super Dino Charge instead of Dino Supercharged. Uh, they misspelled Zoe Robbins' surname as Robbins with two Bs. And for the current season, they misspelled Zato's character name as Z-A-T-O instead of Z-A-Y-T-O. And I'm sure there were others, but that was the most comprehensive list. And I'm like, what the hell y'all doing? And the only one that they corrected, the only one that they corrected was that they deleted the one for Dino Fury and respelled Zato's name. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's all they it's the did. only one they fixed. Yep. Because otherwise it, oh no, it would have ruined their thread that they did. It was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really was. Like we said, the sentiment is there. Yes, that's nice. But just do better. Do yeah. better. Yeah. And someone who did do it better, Morphin Legacy did a thread for Black History Month. And they got the characters' names right. They actually tagged the actors for each individual post. And did the hashtags and they used pictures that, wow, actually look good. It was the character picture, the ranger picture, and then current actor picture. And they did such a good job with that. And it's almost like, and I, I've said this before, it's, it's like fans just do it better. Fans just do it better. And the fan sites and podcasts like us and, and all this stuff, it just feels like we put Currently, we put more effort into this than the official brand sometimes. Yeah, that is because of the passion of the fandom. We care so much about this property. We care about these actors. We care about these characters. We want to be represented correctly. And for the official branding to kind of just like scribble on a piece of paper, go, yeah, that's good enough. It, it, it's insulting. Mm-hmm. 
It's insulting no, it, to it, 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 the it, it, fandom. It's insulting to the actors. It is insulting to anyone who wants to get proper information. And for whoever's in charge of this to just care so little that this is the result, that's that's appalling. Yeah. I just want them to do better. I want them just to put some amount of thought and effort into this thing. And I don't want the franchise to be ran off like from something important as this it's black history month. Like, come on. They had a year to fix stuff from the first time. And they didn't even bother with that. And it is just a really bad look for anyone to, to disrespect those actors and the characters and, you know, for a, for a franchise and for a show that, mm-hmm. you know, promotes diversity and inclusion and all that stuff, this sends the opposite message. Yeah, it really does. This is a brand uh, about inclusion, diversity, you know, things that have been there since the very beginning. And for this level of quality to have fallen this far, it's just, it's inexcusable. Yeah. It, it's it it's it's just a bad look. It clearly looks like they just jumped on board the it just seems like it's like a last minute thing like oops we have to do something for Black History like Month. Like an afterthought. Like oh right, yeah, it's Black it's History Month. Insulting. I guess we should probably do something. Uh here, here's all the black actors that have been rangers. And like that is just not the level of quality that something like Black History Month deserves. You know? Mm. This is an important thing for many people who deserve better than what you're giving them. Mm-hmm. And you really yeah. need to try harder. If right. I was John Mark Loudermilk, I would feel incredibly insulted. If I was any of these people, I would be incredibly pissed off. Like I know. Yeah. But like, especially, I hate to say it, but especially him. They literally forgot like a whole like part of his name and didn't even correct it two years running. <laughs> yeah. The whole first part of his name. Yeah. <laughs> Not that anyone from Hasbro listens to the show, I don't think, but just do better, man. Yeah. Yeah. Do yeah. better. Especially for simple things. This is so simple. It's really not that hard. <laughs> it is simple. And, you know, if they love Ranger Wiki so much because they took those images from there, then why don't you read up on some of the characters you're representing and get their names right? Like, all of that information is right there at your fingertips. Any person can do a Google search and get this stuff right if they put the effort into it. Mm-hmm. They definitely fumbled the ball on this big time. And if they don't correct it going forward, if this same mistake happens again next year, then that's all that you need to know about the effort that they put into even something as simple as this for the franchise. Mm-hmm. Completely. And I have a feeling that'll be the running thing of this episode. (laughs) But yeah, Power Rangers, that's all we're saying is just do better. Hasbro, we know you like to promote, you know, diversity and this and that in your own company values. Then you know what? Show it. Don't make this post look like something that a social media person took five minutes to to do. You got to put more effort into it. And not only that, but like, like, like you said... Morphin Legacy did this, and they did it in, in in probably less amount of time, but put in more amount of effort. Exactly, and exactly for a single fan to do that, that's just uh, I, uh, I it it just it gets under my skin. It does, it does, and yeah, that's what we'll say about that. It just comes across as super performative and not 
you know, any real meaning behind it. Yeah. That's, that's what it boils down to. Yeah. Well, moving on <laughs> Hasbro investor day uh, is actually February 25th of this year. So coming up um, much like last year and previous years, these Hasbro Investor Day calls and presentations, which are always available online. You can go to their investor site at Hasbro and log into this and see these presentations live. They've done this for a number of years, and it always shows off what they're going to show off at Toy Fair. Well, since there's no Toy Fair this year, they're still going to use this to announce new initiatives and new products and who knows what other announcements. So the Power Rangers brand will be showcased their 2021 plans on Hasbro Investor Day. And this comes from Toku Nation. Uh, you can also go to uh, the investor site at Hasbro. We'll have those links. They just had an investor call earlier this week that we recorded. And they mentioned several times in that call that more detailed plans for all of their franchises, not just Power Rangers, will be part of this Hasbro Investor Day. So who knows if that's going to be movie announcements or, or toy announcements or maybe a new streaming service or whatever. My prediction is that they are going to say, hey, all of our streaming efforts, including Power Rangers, are moving over to Paramount Plus because that launches March 4th. Mm -hmm. A lot of stuff that Hasbro does entertainment-wise, Transformers, Power Rangers, some of their children's properties, all go through Nickelodeon. And what is Nickelodeon? A Viacom company. So Paramount, Viacom, all of that. I think a lot of people have been speculating what's the new home of Power Rangers streaming. I would put good money on Paramount+. Plus. Yeah, it seems like the most likely candidate. I'm definitely looking forward to this Investor Day announcement, or rather, I guess, a series of announcements. I hope we learn more about the film that they're supposed to be in pre-production on. The Entwistle, Jonathan Entwistle yeah, projects. I really hope we learn more about that. I really hope we learn more about toy products that they're going to come out with for not only, uh, of course, you know, Power Rangers, which is, you know, why we do this show. But uh, hopefully they announce something in regards to their Ghostbusters license. I know the movie has been pushed back to the fall of this year. Uh, and oh. I know that they had originally had a bunch of product ready to go for the initial launch of the film last summer. And then they had to, like, crate it all and, and have it in some warehouse somewhere. Uh, so I'm really hoping that they start kind of revealing their plans with that stuff. But yeah, I'm looking forward to Hasbro Day, Investor Day. I think there's going to be some really cool stuff announced. At least I hope there is. I kind of hope we find out what's happening with the streaming home. If it's yeah. Paramount Plus, that's fine by me. Because in all honesty, and I mean, this sounds super hokey, but I'm strongly considering getting Paramount Plus just because of the iCarly reboot. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like a lot of fun. It's like iCarly, but for like adults now. Um, is it still the same actors? Yeah, um, most uh, main ones. Oh, okay. Like, I never watched iCarly. Except but, for the yeah. Sam one. Oh, okay. She's not on it, but the rest of them are. And, I mean, it, it seems like it'll be, like, a stupid good time. But, yeah, I mean, if it's Paramount+, Plus, maybe I'll actually get Paramount+, Plus now. Who knows? But also, I'm just hoping we find out more about the Lightning Collection. 
Yeah. The fandom's kind of already decoded a lot of it. Like, shout out to Josh for basically being the driving force behind that. But it'd be nice to have some, like, confirmations or maybe, like, some pictures or something. Or about plans or... Yeah, like exactly when it's happening. And- yeah, I'm sure I'm sure we'll see a lot of stuff. I'm just thinking more what investors want to hear, like what's the big mm-hmm. tentpole thing for Power Rangers. And, yeah. you know, I think we're going to get some of those big, serious questions answered like, hey, where are they streaming or what's the detail on the movie? We might even get a possible target date for the movie which would be amazing that would be nice oh yeah or maybe even like some kind of pre-production some kind of hint like about the future of the kids tv show not that that matters so much to me anymore they they did mention like that they were going to be kind of not necessarily splitting the brand but they're going to be offering multiple brand related yeah you know offerings it would be cool to hear more about that because obviously we have you know, Dino Fury, which is the main show, but there was talk of that, like, CW-style show, too, right? for young adults, and it's like, well, that would be neat to learn more about that. Yeah, like, just the future of the show, basically, because of all those things, like, they're not, apparently they may or may not be working with Toei anymore, so it's like, what the heck's happening there? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe a little bit of clarity in, like, in that. I don't know if we'll get all of that, but I think we'll get more broad franchise level based points of, of reference. Cause again, that's an yeah. investor call. Investors want to know what's happening three, six, nine, twelve months from now. And yeah. you know, they, they can have a roadmap and says, Hey, we're, you know, we're debuting this on this date or, Hey, we're aiming for quarter one of 2022 for the new movie like stuff like that yeah that's kind of what i mean like yeah maybe hey we're going in like an all new all original direction like mm-hmm. with the end whistle stuff a little less rumor and a little bit more like official statement yeah. stuff yeah yeah absolutely so look for that on february 25th i'm sure it kind of sucks because it's happening like right around the time i have my weekly meeting at work so i'm just like <laughs> But I'm sure we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it at some point. PowerRanger.com did an exclusive interview with uh, John Warden. And you can read all about that at PowerRanger.com. That's P-W-R-R-N-G-R.com. And I wanted to note a couple things in this article. You can read the full article there, but I wanted to note a couple of uh, interesting things. So first off, apparently when John Warden was helping develop the GI Joe Sigma six line, apparently he was studying SPD power Rangers SPD as kind of like inspiration. And he said that SPD had awesome costumes, motorcycles and role play gear. The toys were awesome for this line, and I had a Sofa B Deca Master slash Shadow Ranger on my desk. And he even talked about uh, subscribing to a famous Japanese hobby magazine. It's probably the same one that I always get at Mitsuo. And so he's been a Tokusatsu fan for a while, and 
Yeah. I was just so impressed that he has a Decamaster sofa bee. It, it, I've got one. It's kind of like one of those um, foot tall or 14 inch like vinyl figures. Yeah, yeah. Super limited. Like you can only move the arms slightly. Yeah. Um, otherwise, they're in a fixed pose. And I, I got one back when Decca Ranger was airing. And he's mentioned that same time frame, 2005, 2007. It was rare. And that was really hard for me to find an import. So the fact that he did that, I was really impressed just at that answer, because I mean, if this dude loves SPD and, and Decca master as much as, you know, I do, then I'm, I'm giving him like full trust. In the <laughs> what, what did you think about that? That, that answer? I see. I love it when people involved with the things that I enjoy, enjoy the same, like, you know, we were talking about when we had people like Jason Bischoff or, um, you know, other people involved with the brand who are fans of the brand. And so for John Warden to say, yeah, I loved SPD. I used it as influence on GI Joe. I love Decamaster. master uh, like that inspires hope in me to mm-hmm. see like, you know what he's going to come up with for this line of toys. And I'm excited. I'm definitely excited. I love that. He loves SPD as much as we do. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, one of the other things I, I wanted to note, he said, there's a quote, what impressed me about the Ranger fan universe in the past year that I've been on this brand is how much our fans value teamwork, diversity, and the power of good over evil. I thought that was a really nice message. Yeah. And then he said, my favorite Ranger, my absolute favorite Ranger is Shadow Ranger from SPD, but I also have love for Turbo Red Ranger, TJ, good taste, Yeah, Quantum Ranger, Eric from Time Force, also one of my personal favorites, the In Space Silver Ranger, Zane, and Mighty Morphin Season 2 Yellow, Aisha, Dino Fury Red Zato is going to be awesome too. He's got some good taste. He's like, got really good taste. That's some good taste. You'll love to see it. It's a really good taste. And then one final quote from the article. Again, you can read the full article for yourself. Lots of great information packed in there. Just to get to know John Warden. It's not like there's any... Bi- You're not going to learn any secrets or any right. tidbits about upcoming stuff. It's just But a nice you learn interview. about him, and it's yeah. it's nice to have that connection. Exactly. So he said, the coming year, 2021 is going to be a great time to be a Power Rangers fan. Whether you are new to the franchise or a seasoned master, we've been hard at work all year with our incredible franchise team and our production team in New Zealand to bring to life one of the most action-packed seasons ever in Power Rangers history. And I totally agree with that because like, what we're going to talk about is Steve McQuillan the stunt coordinator for Power Rangers. We'll we'll talk about that a little bit later, but I'm really excited for what John had to say about the future of Power Rangers. Okay, so we're recording this on the 9th. Obviously, yesterday, Hasbro announced a Fan First Friday for Power Rangers for Friday, February 12th at 11 a.m. Eastern. We're going to record a separate segment on Friday that I will edit into this episode (laughs) magic the magic of editing 
All right. So here is our update earlier today, Zach and I and AP, but uh, AP couldn't uh, record this other part of the the session. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about Fan First Friday and what we were able to learn. First of all, Power Rangers Legacy Wars has added Dino Thunder Red, Connor McKnight to the game. And I believe they said he's like the first character to have three defensive combo moves. Uh, three breaker combo moves. Yeah. And the moves looked incredible. Yeah, they look pretty sick. I know someone else noted on Twitter that there was a gif of one of the animations, like one of the taunts, and it's him kicking a soccer ball, like doing a <laughs> one foot kicker with the soccer ball. And I thought that was a really nice touch. Also to note, they did address the Netflix situation. So they confirmed that Mighty Morphin Power Rangers seasons one through three, Ninja Steel, Super Ninja Steel, Beast Morphers season one, the rest of Beast Morphers season two is coming soon. And Dino Fury will also be going on Netflix. What's happening with the other series is, is there is a Power Rangers Kids YouTube channel. They will be moving all seasons to YouTube for this channel. And first off, they have Dino Charge and Dino Supercharge on this platform, all episodes. And they said more seasons are coming soon. So I am very excited that they found a solution. I know people were wondering if it was going to be 2B or whatever, but... With YouTube, specifically with maybe like YouTube kids, they don't have to show a lot of advertising on that. And it's free and YouTube is global. So as long as they have these episodes for global consumption, I think this is a great solution to Netflix. It is definitely surprising because I think, you know, everyone had kind of assumed, oh, they'll go to some other streaming service some sort of subscription model mm -hmm. um but for them to just go nah, eh, we're just gonna put it all on youtube have fun that's cool that's and you're right that opens up so much more to viewership because you know a lot of people can't necessarily afford to have a, a subscription to a streaming service mm -hmm. on top of whatever else they're already you know subscribed to so for them to just say, yeah, we're just going to put it all on YouTube, enjoy, that's incredibly awesome and very mm -hmm. consumer friendly. Yeah, absolutely. And that's not to say that, you know, a lot of these seasons might not be on another streaming service. I still think uh, they're going to try to fill out the Paramount Plus library. I think Hasbro might shop this around to a couple. Again, we don't have uh, more information or confirmation, yeah. but I'm still thinking that we're going to hear something at the investor call. I'm sure we will. Yeah. And one important thing to note, I know that there were a lot of people worried about the MMPR revisioning because despite its quality and despite what you might think of the 2010 reversioning of MMPR, I think it's still an important piece of production history in Power Rangers. And people were afraid that that would be lost once it was taken off Netflix. Well, they confirmed today that not on the Power Rangers Kids channel, but on the main Power Rangers channel, they will have the MMPR reversioning on there 
as well. I'm just surprised there are people who are worried about the reversioning. Well, I, <laughs> no, no, the, no, there are legitimately. I, 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 I know. I, I just, it's me speaking from personal. Oh, personally, I think it's trash. I it think is it's, garbage. it's it horrible. It's hot garbage. Like, I can't understand what possessed them to think it was a good idea in the first <laughs> place, but we have it. So, yeah. But I mean that that was the year of Power Rangers where we didn't have a new season and that kept the unbroken streak of Power Rangers being on TV. So yeah. no matter what you think about it, it's still part of that Power Rangers history. So I'm glad the folks that were worried about not of losing it still have an option for it. Yeah. Um I'm not too concerned either way. <laughs> Same. So now we get to the big stuff. So Power Rangers Lightning Collection Wave 9. This is exciting. You can go to rangercommand.com. We've got the full press release that Hasbro gave us, as well as the press images for not only these action figures, but Dino Fury, very high resolution poster, and a couple new shots of Kai Moya as Ollie from the first episode of the season. So I guess press images are back. Maybe I don't know for, for these episodes, but I'm wondering why they're giving such a focus to, uh, Ollie's character. I know in a bit, we'll read the episode descriptions later on in this episode, but, um, there seems to be a real focus on, on Ollie this season. And I kind of appreciate that. I think, uh, having a strong blue Ranger is, is going to be great. So it's nice to see his character get some focus in, uh, the press shots on our site, but we got to talk about wave nine. Oh boy. Do we, because we've got lightning collection in space, black Ranger. We've got Carlos Valerte. Oh my God. He's got the Lunar Lance, the Astro Blaster. And I want to get out right out the bat. All three of the sculpts for the civilian heads are absolutely spot on. They're Perfect. probably the best we've seen so far. I am so excited because John Warden said that they're trying to constantly make the sculpts better. And you can really tell in this wave. And I believe they mentioned that this wave was the first wave that was fully produced during the pandemic when everyone was working from home. I was just going to say this yeah. whole wave was planned by people working from home. And to have this level of detail on the faces is incredible. It's, it's absolutely nothing short of spectacular. Yeah. The face sculpts, the detailing in the face, like how they did this, everybody working from home, like that is just incredibly awesome. It is so good. So next up, you love to see it. I love to see it. <laughs> Zach loves to see it. AP loves to see it because she loved that figure. SPD Green Ranger Bridge Carson is part of this wave of the lightning collection. I like and to imagine somewhere in wherever he lives, Matt Austin saw this today and was like, yes, <laughs> finally, it's my time. It is my time. I mean, we are like an accessory away from perfection. I would have loved like a buttery toast hand. Oh, maybe? you know, there's customizers out there thinking like they're already writing up the files for 3d printed <laughs> buttery toast accessories. 
Yeah, but I am so impressed with this. So he comes with uh, the Delta Morpher, multiple modes of the Delta Max Striker, Blast Effect piece. This this figure looks incredible. It's I just I love SPD so much. I'm not even going to try to play like I don't. It's it's great. And now I need to find an extra Red Ranger figure and an extra Blue Ranger figure <laughs> so I can put and maybe order another uh, bridge or two and, you know, swap heads because this is great. I want all versions of bridge, essentially. Right? Yeah. <laughs> bridge as blue, bridge as red. That's going to be perfect. Yeah. And then I could put like a bridge on Shadow Ranger if go. I wanted yeah. to, like complete That's the promotion. That's when he like got the ultimate promotion. <laughs> Next up, Kai Chen, Lost Galaxy Blue Ranger, includes the Quasar Saber, Quasar Dagger, and Cosma Claw accessories, as well as a Blast Effects piece. Now, the Trans Dagger weapons, I don't think that the separate Leo figure is getting one. So, I know the separate Leo figure is has that cannon. That's going to be like the lights of Orion cannon. So for me, I just wish that they were a little bit consistent with the weapons. If you're going to do team weapons and make sure everyone's team weapon is there. Yeah. I, I'm I'm like eh, a little bit on that. I, I didn't notice that. And what a lot of people were talking about, like the upper part of the helmet is painted white and not silver. Cause that whole piece should be silver. Yeah. So that's a little much, but the face sculpt for Kai, another again, just out of the park. They knocked it out of the park. Chef's kiss. And AP said that she could make her uh, Chicago PD uh, action figure because <laughs> the actor was, was yeah. a part of that. And then this, this was a complete surprise. I absolutely love this figure. Yeah. This is the Mighty Morphin Tenga Warrior figure from season three has a Tenga egg accessory blast effects piece along with an alternate pair of wings. So this is perfect for troop building. Uh, I actually pre-ordered two on Hasbro Pulse and then another two more on Amazon just because... Whenever I display these to have an army of these bad guys would be freaking amazing. And the fact that you can change out the different wing types, Mm -hmm. that is, that is incredible. And as they showed on the stream, you can move the beak. Yeah. This was the huge surprise that I think, you know, not a lot of people were expecting. I wasn't expecting it. Mm -hmm. And when they just were like, oh yeah, by the way, boom, Tenga Warrior. My eyes went like wide as saucers. I was just like, oh my gosh. Because, I mean, let's be honest. I think they're a very underrated foot soldier. They're cool. They're creepy. Mm -hmm. They fly. They make a really obnoxious noise. They, you know, (laughs) they're a fun enemy foot soldier. And to have not only, you know, the the beak posability, the accessories that it comes with, but the feathers changing too. That's great because you can do the short feathers for the ones that are on the ground in combat, and you do the yep. long feathers for like flying poses. This is this is awesome. This I want more of these cool surprises because yeah, I definitely want to get at least a couple of these tangas to 
do battle with my uh, with my Mighty Morphin Rangers because that's just fun. Now, did you look at the press images like really closely because they added this shimmery paint detail to most of the figure, like to give the feathers like this pearlescent reflective look as well as the armor and the beak. If this is what the final figures are going to look like, this is an incredible paint job. It is a really awesome uh, like detail. Yeah, that, that looks really cool. There's so much going on with this face is going to haunt me in my nightmares. I keep staring at it. Um, but um, I'm really looking forward to them. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I love everything about, they're just so creepy and the eyes stare into your soul. The fact that they give the beak a hinge joint so you can actually have oh them God. posed in different ways with their beaks. They could have like some kind of uh, screeching look to them. Yeah, it's it's completely fantastic. I, I really so like that. It comes with the egg, which is hysterical. That's an accessory that even I, as a fan, wouldn't have thought of. Mm-hmm. It's like exactly. well, what would the what would he come with? Well, some kind of accessory to do a blast effect, and what else? What else did the tangas do? Oh, I don't know. They're like, hey, the tangas ta- they hatched out of eggs. Let's put an egg in there. Like that's genius. <laughs> also, in toy news, in addition to the lightning collection that we talked about. They also showed off the new Zord Link Dino Fury Zords with sculpted keys that come with the Zords, fully painted articulated heads of the Zords with hidden details like you can take off part of the key and there's a little tiny sculpted ranger, kind of like a cockpit mode, which totally reminded me of... The Thunder Megazord, where you could put in the like little tiny color ranger figures. Yeah, in the I chest remember piece. doing that when I was a kid for yep. sure. Those were so easy to lose. <laughs> oh yeah, no, they were gone the first week I had the toy. I don't know whatever happened to them, but they're they're somewhere in a house in California. But holy crap, these Dino Fury Zords and what John Warden and his team were able to do, the T Rex Zord alone with its separate robot mode. Yeah. It has full articulation. Like they shut off hip swivel and like the leg popping out to the side and the poseability that you only used to dream of having in a Megazord. For a Megazord. Yeah. And when they were doing the different poses and you could hear that like ratchet click, like that satisfying ratchet, it is locked into place. So no matter how you pose it, it is going to stay that way. I was so impressed and I was impressed with the level of detail of sculpt. And he brought it up in the interview that, you know, they want something that's, you know, really playable for kids, but older collectors and older fans teenage to adult are going to enjoy the additional sculpted details the quality of it i was thoroughly impressed here's the thing i didn't watch ryu soldier i didn't collect any of the ryu soldier merch Mm -hmm. i wasn't planning on collecting any of the dino fury stuff until i saw (laughs) i saw the fan first friday today and I saw that Megazord action, and I knew I was like, well, that's it. I got to collect all these now because this is amazing. This is this team, John Warden and his team, managed to make me want something I had zero interest in. Kudos, because, 
yeah, I, I want to collect it now because it looks amazing. It looks absolutely incredible. And I was right there along with you, Zach. Like I skipped on the Beast Morphers Zords. That thing was too bulky, too pricey. It just wasn't for me. Yeah. And seeing, you know, what a difference in two different design teams makes. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, his background of having done Transformers for all these years, like it's definitely going to carry over in the best possible way. Yeah, it absolutely shows. And I almost wish that they would redesign and re-release the Beast Morpher Zords with John Warden's team because, (laughs) my God, the things they could do with, with that. But, you know, we have to move forward. But... I would have no problem collecting these. And th- we just saw like three of the main, or we actually saw all five ones, all five main Zords on the stream, and they combined them all together. But Rue Soldier and Dino Fury are going to have a lot more Zords, like what we've seen in the trailer. Mm-hmm. So I cannot wait. I'm actually hoping this is going to be like a Dino Charge situation where we may even get original Zords. That would be really cool. That mm-hmm. I would be so for that. Some original auxiliary Zords. Yep. Oh. So I believe they said that the Red Ranger is on his own. Green and pink are together. And blue and black are together. That's perfect because... I mean, obviously, the big purchase you need to make is the Red Ranger to get the main robot mode. Mm-hmm. But then you can be picking and choosing, you know, if you don't want the full team, maybe you just want the the green and pink. Maybe you just want the blue and the black. Then mm-hmm. you can buy whatever pack you need and not have to worry about the other one. But knowing me, I'm going full collector and getting all of them. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm actually really looking forward to, uh, to the Zords this season. Yeah, this, me too. Uh, this is really cool. So one last thing on the Dino Fury side, and later on in this episode, we will talk about the main Dino Fury news, but because it was Fan First Friday and we didn't know that this was going to happen, they did unveil the opening theme song. Mm -hmm. They sure did. What do we think of that? Because I think it's hot garbage. I agree. Uh, I I tweeted out I would rather be listening to the Operation Overdrive theme song. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. It's just another techno 2005 techno remix of GoGo Power Rangers. It's yeah. not, like, come on, guys. What happened? You were doing so well. Dino Charge had an awesome theme that I literally still listen to because it's on my iTunes playlist. Yep. But this is just, oof. It's rough. It's very rough. And I didn't see mention of like Gnome Keneal in the credits. Yeah. But no, we did get this like high resolution poster that's on our site. Mm-hmm. It looks really good. Like I really like the composition of the poster and kind of doing the trope where they're coming out of the logo. Yeah. That we've seen in a couple Power Rangers posters before, but I really like the design work on this. I think it's a a very nice promotional image for it. Ooh, that is nice and high res. I'm going to download that right now. In fact, that's not even the highest res because I had to scale it down for the website. But <laughs> well, I, I can send you that well, file well, separately. for a nice higher res version then. Yeah, but I'm actually watching it now. 
this isn't even like the first version of it. Like, well, this is the first version, but this isn't the final version because um, they only showcased blue, red, and pink, which yeah. if you follow Rule Soldier, you know that green and black arrive later on. So it looks like they're taking that same approach. And to be fair, that was the same approach that Dino Charge took in its mm-hmm. first episode. We only got half of the Rangers in the f- like very first episode. Yep. I know someone noticed like, oh, why are we getting like another 30 second theme? Well, Simon Bennett actually replied to it and said that it was due to network restrictions. So it looks like the new 30 second intro that kind of became the standard with Beast Morphers. It's the same thing with uh, Dino Fury. While I didn't like the actual music, I did like the words of the lyrics, like evolution revolution, which I think applies to uh, the bad guys uh, Mm -hmm. because I know they can like change form and stuff. So it said executive producer, Simon Bennett, executive producers, Brian Goldner, Olivier Dumont and Haim Saban. I think Haim Saban as executive producer credit is going to stay until the end of time because he like owns stock in Hasbro essentially. Yeah, basically. And that was really all that we could gleam from uh, the trailer. I did like the end animation with the T-Rex head roaring and like, the green lightning shooting out of the eyes and kind of like the logo falling into, to granite, like a fiery lava type. Like, Mm. I love that animation. That looks cool. But yeah, the, the music wasn't the best. It's, it's a pass for me. It's just, man, that music, you hit the nail on the head. Like the lyrics that aren't just go, go power Rangers are usually pretty good. They were good in Beast Morphers. They were good in Dino Charge. Here, it's mm-hmm. just like, you just need to rely on lyrics and not Go-Go Power Ranger remixes. Yeah, getting kind of tired of it. But yeah. yeah, we'll talk more about Dino Fury a little bit later in the show. So I think that about does it for our Fan First Friday update. I'm actually going to go and edit this episode now. So uh, future me and and our listeners will enjoy a seamless experience. Godspeed, Eric. Yes, Godspeed to me. I hope everyone enjoys the episode. And then we'll get back to the normal episode right now. So I guess we could talk about the uh, Super 7 Power Rangers. So this press release was announced on January 29th. Super 7 and Hasbro team up for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers reaction figures and more. There will be reaction line, ultimates line, and Super Cyborg figures. I don't collect Super 7. I had to look at their site to see what kind of styles these would be. Uh, but there will be a Super Cyborg Megazord action figure this spring, along with a capsule collection highlighting various categories such as apparel and accessories, uh, standing at 11 inches tall with multiple articulation points. Super Cyborg figures feature removable torso panel to reveal the robot inside. So who knows what they'll do with the Megazord for that. Super Cyborg Megazord will be followed by the first wave of Power Rangers three and three quarters inch reaction figures. So you may have seen those at like Target or at a comic shop or whatever. They're like G.I. Joe size figures that 
Super 7 has done for many different licenses. Yeah. And that will include the Red Ranger, Green Ranger, Rita Repulsa, Pudgy Pig, Putty Patrol, and Megazord. More Rangers and villains are planned for two additional waves coming later in 2021. And then the Ultimates line, which is a seven-inch figure. They are made-to-order figures that come with a huge assortment of extra features making them exceptionally intricate expressions of the character that can possibly be made. And they've done this for Ninja Turtles and He-Man and a whole bunch of other lines. But for the Ultimates, they said there will be the Yellow Ranger, the Green Ranger, Goldar, Tyrannosaurus Dinozord, and Putty Patroller in the first wave. Hmm. I'm really curious to see what these are going to look like. Like I said, I've never really collected Super 7 uh, figures before. I know recently they just announced the insanely huge Thundercats Thunder Tank to go with their figures. And that thing is massive. It's like 450 bucks. It's insane. Yeah, I'm looking at it now and just, holy cow, it looks awesome. But I'm glad I don't collect Thundercats because oof. (laughs) I know, it's, it's insane. Like the thing is a little over two feet long and a foot and a half wide. Like the thing is gigantic. And I'm looking at their reaction figures and I'm just now realizing that I've seen these in so many places. Oh yeah. <laughs> like that's a pretty yeah. popular line in terms of like, I've seen it at a bunch of stores and it's not something I necessarily collect, but like it's neat. Yeah. I'm on like their main site now and the super cyborg figures, they're definitely, um, more of that like Japanese vinyl type of styling for those figures, like limited articulation. I think it'd be cool, like if for the Megazord, you were you remove the uh, pterodactyl Zord and the cockpit would be underneath. I think that'd be amazing. Oh yeah, that would be awesome. And I'm very interested in their seven inch figures because I do know that they put a lot of detail into those. They've done Thundercats ones that are nice that seven inch scale they've done like conan the barbarian a whole bunch of different properties their website is is crazy detailed yeah we'll see what comes of of that but moving on into comics news so i want to give an update on the boom studios mighty Morphin power rangers hardcover kickstarter they ended with 1584 backers that pledged 804 thousand dollars holy cannoli they did mention in their latest update post on kickstarter they said that there will be an option for late pledges so there's going to be more details on that soon so if you did miss the kickstarter they will be extending for late pledges and that's something a lot of kickstarters do uh, once they're secured and With that, there will be a final chance to reach the final stretch goal of $900,000, which will add a lenticular print for every customer who pre-ordered a physical tier. The print will feature all six Rangers by Goni Montez that are featured on the covers of the hardcovers in a single image. So think about all of the Rangers morphing in that lenticular print. That Um, sounds neat. Yeah, so I'm kind of thinking about doing uh, a, at least one of the volumes just to get... Just to get a physical and, and get that, yeah. So I, I might do whoever 
whoever ranger that I like the most. So I might do a Billy. I might do a Tommy. Yeah. Just to get at least one hardcover because that lenticular print sounds amazing. It really does. It depends on budget. In other news, uh, this week saw the release of Mighty Morphin issue four. You can check out our first look article as well as our spoiler free review. Those links will be in the show notes. Also out now is Mighty Morphin Power Rangers volume 14, which is the last volume uh, soft cover for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It collects issues 51 through 55, which uh, is when MMPR ended. Yep. And just today, as we record this, we got the first look of Power Rangers issue four, which comes out next Wednesday, February 17th. And that deals with the Omega Rangers and Lord Draken uh, going back to the decaying remains of Lord Draken's dream world from the end of uh, Shattered Grid. So definitely some uh, some craziness going on with that. And Boom Studios tweeted yesterday an actual first look at the covers for Mighty Morphin 7, which Mm. doesn't even release until May. Mighty Morphin Team versus the new Green Ranger. Find out what happens in Mighty Morphin 7. And I just want to note this main cover with Zordon and Lord Zed is freaking incredible. That's cool looking, yeah. It is so amazing. <laughs> I, I just, I love the effects. I love how Zordon looks. It uh, definitely looks like uh, David Fielding. Yeah. It's definitely like that kind of realistic style, which looks really cool. Yeah. And yeah. Lord Zed just looks so he's superimposing. beefy. He looks like he's ready to just start tossing. St- like, he looks like a wrestler. He looks good. Yeah. No, you know what? They're, they've had a couple good uh lord zed variants like there's one that uh that i just got where he's kind of like sitting on his throne and it's like (laughs) (laughs) lord zed is a a a beefy guy (laughs) but no it's very cool artwork and i like eleonora carlini's uh legacy cover which sees the rangers kind of undercover it looks pretty cool. I, I've been getting a sense of the story based on the covers, so I think they may be doing some kind of infiltration mm. mission with uh, civilian clothes. So very cool. I'm I'm really liking the story so far. So I've got to go back and catch up. I, I only read up to issue two, so I got to read three and well now number four. Some very good stuff. I'm still way I'm still way beyond. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> That's fine. So our main topic. Power Rangers Dino Fury. Mm-hmm. So did you guys see the images that were kind of leaked from the site? Yes. Yeah. I believe I saw most of them. All right. Because if not, I could always screen share if you guys, because I downloaded all of them. No, I've, I've seen them. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. So on February 1st, like last week was crazy. Yeah. It never let up with the Power Rangers news. <laughs> so we're going to break it down chronologically. So... Hasbro updated PowerRangers.Hasbro.com with Dino Fury. And Sentai 5 was the one who was able to find all of this out. Why is that not working? Because it redirects to www. And that's not the website. It's just PowerRangers.Hasbro.com. Oh, okay. 
Power Rangers updated their website with all of the new Dino Fury information. And uh, Sentai 5 was able to go through the back end. Like, it's easy. You, you go to inspect on your web browser and look for the image directories. And it was all there. Like, nothing was... Nothing was leaked. It, you know, if it's if it's on the site, it's on the site. It's pretty much free reign for anyone to have found. But there were a ton of images. And the most interesting of all, at least to me, was that Mick is back. That's Kelson is so- back as Mick from Power Rangers Ninja Steel. What are we thinking about this? It blew my mind. When that happened, I woke up. You know, very groggy, as you do. And I, I open Twitter, usually the first thing I do, just to see what news has broken while I've been sleeping. And I just, all over the feed, I'm like, wait, Mick? Wait, what? What? What's going on? And I that's when I woke up and was like, oh, wait, crap, these aren't Ninja Steel screen caps. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, the first time I saw it at first, it was almost like, and then I looked at it again, and I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> like, wait, let me share my, let me just share my whole screen. So let's go through some of these. They're, they're kind of crazy. Yeah. And I'm actually going to have an article that has all of these. So we'll link it in the show notes. But we knew from the character profiles that uh, Zato was going to be from another planet. And he's got like these crazy like antenna, like super generic antenna, yeah, which is a little weird. But I'm more interested in like this new dino sidekick. Yeah. Yeah. He looks very cool. That's a really cool design. Yeah. And it's the same production designer, obviously, that they've used. That's the same production designer that created Scrozzle. And you can definitely see, like, some of the similarities and techniques. But I really like this. I'm really curious about this character. Yeah, it's yeah. same. Me too. I mean, I really dig the design. I dig the sort of brass copper steampunk kind of armor that mm-hmm. it's wearing definitely want to know more for sure as long as it's not creepy like uh keeper was <laughs> yeah like, i really yeah, hope that fine. those eyes aren't <laughs> like cg'd eyes and they move around all weird because that would just pull me right out of it <laughs> but one interesting thing to note on this creature which you know i mean it's a dinosaur based season they actually acknowledge that dinosaurs probably had feathers. Yeah, that's true. There's like some feathers for, I guess, what would be the hair. Oh, that's cool. I didn't even notice that at first. It also has a communicator. Yeah, so all of them have communicators. And a lot of people were finding these uh, images, like really zooming in. Yeah. So they've got a new communicator. There's there's a another shot that I have in here. A lot of uh, civilian shots of the Rangers. There's one where the new Green Ranger Izzy is at a racetrack. And Teresa and I were shoveling snow when all of this broke. (laughs) And I went inside briefly because I had to make the joke because this totally reminded me of that one episode in Dino Supercharge when Riley was racing. Yeah. And he was a Green Ranger, and literally, it's the same three numbers, but in a different order. <laughs> what's What's funny about this to me is, you know, I, I'm currently watching Kira Major, and this joke was made on Twitter long before I'm making it here. But in Kira Major, the female Green Ranger is a track star. 
What? Yeah. So, like, a lot of people, like, this is a not-so-subtle reference, we think, to, like, Kira Major. Oh, wow. Well, it's also a not-so-subtle reference to the Dino Supercharge episode. <laughs> yeah. With a Green Ranger whose power was uh, was a raptor. Yeah. So, moving on, just a lot of cool shots, like... In the forest, we see Mick, a shot of Mick with this very insane wolf creature monster. Oh, I never saw this one. Yeah. So that was the first one I saw when I was posting from Ranger Command. And I was like, whoa, wait, what? Who is that? That's Mick? And then, yeah, it was like another post later, I found the Mick pick. And I was like, whoa. (laughs) The the, Mick pick. The Mick pick, Yeah. (laughs) But I, <laughs> but I wanted to note something because in the casting and everything uh, and in the profiles, they mention Buzz Blast. Yeah. And in the corner of this picture, which I also tweeted out. So there's Buzz Blast. There's the Buzz Blast logo, the sign. And there's, you can see Amelia in the background right here. Yeah. That's something. That's neat. I'm sorry, but what happened to Mick at the end of Ninja Steel? I thought. I did not watch that. <laughs> I thought he went back to his planet. Yeah, I thought he went back to space to live happily ever after. But maybe not, because I think he came back for the uh, the holiday special at the end. Oh, maybe. And he kind of stayed on Earth, I thought. So, yeah, yeah. When Galvanax was destroyed, Mick decided to return to the Lion Galaxy to meet his parents, but then return back to Earth to help the Rangers defeat Madam Odious and Echoes of Evil. After Odious's final stand, Mick decided to remain on Earth as Summer Cove High's shop teacher, but set up a satellite link to the Lion Galaxy so he could remain in touch with his parents. So he stayed on Earth. Oh, okay. But, you know, how does that tie into <laughs> Dino right? Fury? How like, does he end up in, what is it? Um, What's the name of the town here? Pine something. Pine Ridge. Pine Ridge. How does he end up in Pine Ridge? I don't know. What's he doing there? (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully we get an answer. It's just, it's weird to me that it's like Ninja Steel connection. Like, I I don't get that. Yeah, Yeah, that is a really random season to connect it to for sure. Yeah. I believe this is this is from the first episode because we'll we'll get to the episode descriptions, but yeah. there's like these dinosaur statues and it's called Dino Hedge, kind of like Stonehenge, but yeah, yeah. Dino Hedge. So there's this picture that we've got pictures of the base. Oh wow, I didn't notice that's a camera right there, like a <laughs> like yeah. a filming that's camera. That's just a filming camera right there. <laughs> Here's your uh, socially distanced ranger shot. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, a cute shot in his, uh, like, with Zato and some dog with a outfit on. Yeah. I don't know. The, the dog looks super cute. And there's there's Mick. Hmm. Kelson. Kelson's back. Like, I will never, ever, ever not want to see Kelson on my TV screen, so. Th- this is like the new mixtape uh greatest hits right here they're about to drop the hottest album of 2021 yeah like they all pulled their clothes out of like the 90s (laughs) (laughs) i mean okay so uh uh, black ranger has a compact disc logo shirt like who who does that there's flannel there's there's ripped jeans everywhere there's the frosted tips oh you you know there's some frosted tips yeah right there (laughs) It's so weird. It's it's very strange. I don't know what's going on. They're literally doing the same pose from Beast Morphers to slap their wrists to get their morphers. So that's going to be a thing again. 
Yep. And some sword fight training. We got some creeper there. Mm-hmm. I downloaded the background because it looked cool. <laughs> um, and we'll, we'll get to the promo shot in a bit. But so Power Rangers, Dino Fury. Yeah. I appreciate the helmetless photo they posted. Yeah. Though. I always like those. Yeah, me too. I, I really like that. They they all look really good in the suits too. Like, yeah. Yeah. They all look, well, I mean, it's Power Rangers. They all look like, you know, beautiful people. Spoilers. They are all beautiful people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stop sharing <laughs> my screen. why they've been cast. All of that leaked. We'll get to some of the other uh, reveals, but I, I have mixed feelings about it. I know you can't tell a whole season by a handful of pictures, but overall, what are some of your initial impressions? It's like you said, you can't judge based on a couple pictures. I mean, promo photos, no matter what show they're from, all tend to have kind of the same, like, bright vibe, and Mm -hmm. they all tend to pretty much look the same. Right. Um, But it concerns me, because it seems like more of the same, like, on the surface. I can understand that point of view, and it's one I'm definitely seeing a lot of. Personally, I'm probably more excited than a vast majority of the fandom is. Mm Mm-hmm. Just because of, I didn't watch Ryu Soldier. Uh, Ryu Soldier lost me in the first five episodes. Uh, So I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, the original story that's going to come out of of the Power Rangers adaptation. I just, I really like the suits. I really like the mecha. I really dig the whole aesthetic of the team. And I want to see, you know, where we go with it in terms of the story. And I, I just, I think I'm looking forward to it more than most people are, so. Like, I'm looking forward to it, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but it's like, I'm just, I'm just a little, I don't know, cautiously optimistic. Sure. Like, very cautiously hyped. I mean, if people follow me on Twitter, I had some pretty strong opinions. And I, I admit that I was a bit more reactionary than I usually am, but... I think, you know, now that I've had time to think about it, I still, I mean, I still have those feelings. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I'm, what I feel is that I just feel like we're getting more of the same from Power Rangers that we've Mm -hmm. had the past 10 years Mm. really did it for me. and, And we'll talk about the trailer in a bit was just, it's like the set design, the production design. I, I know that they have a, the same dedicated team that's there you know, year in and out. But at this point, it just feels so cookie cutter. The, yeah. the and, trailer, especially. Well, the trailer literally is cookie yeah. cutter. Yeah. Come on. Now. We'll, 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 we'll talk about the trailer a bit. But what I mean is like, like the set design, the yeah. base looks cool. But when you like look at it overall, it's like the same flat walls, the same geometric stuff. It, it felt like they just, you know, wipe the floor of the Beast Morpher set and just reskin the walls, put in some new consoles, and there you go. And mm-hmm. there's just no depth to it. You know, we got, oh, we got the weapons on the wall again, which, you know, was cool in Dino Charge. That was a Dino season that I thought the production design was amazing. That I still love the Dino Charge set. I think Miss Morgan's lab was one of the best sets that they've done in recent years. Mm -hmm. 
and it really sold the dino vibe. This, I don't know where they're going with it, unless it's Zato's spaceship, which I could see happening. Like, if it's his spaceship that, you know, is buried in the mountains or whatever, if they're going that that type of route, yeah, I can see it, but I don't know. It's it just, to me, it feels like they reskin the Beast Morpher set in a way. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I, I guess what I'm getting at is like, okay, and then, all right, we got Mick. As much as I love Kelson, it's like, why? Why? I'm not saying why do we have to tie in every season to each other? Because I like that as I do like the mythology and I get it. They are in a pandemic and they couldn't get any actors from America because the Rangers themselves had to be quarantined for like, you know, a little over two weeks yeah. Um, in isolation. So I understand the limitations they have and if Mick is like a one shot, like for the premiere, he helps them with their morphers type of thing. Cool. But if he's like there for everything, then I'm questioning yeah. why are we mixing Ninja steel with Dino Fury? Like yeah. two completely different aesthetic seasons. And I, I mean, cool shared universe and all that, but Mick in this instance I, I want him there as like kind of like a, a send off character. Like like a cameo. Yeah. Like a nice cameo. Just a cameo. Nice. Like, hey guys, yeah, Zato's an alien like me. La da da. Here's your morphers. I helped you with them. Yay. And I'm out. That would be great. Like, give me that. I'm fine with that. And maybe that's what, you know, because obviously a lot of these promo shots are from the first three episodes. Yeah. So if, if that's, if he's the special guest cameo, awesome. Amazing. Let's do it. Now that presents an opportunity, I think for Dino Fury, if the limitations were COVID and they were limited to New Zealand actors, Hmm, mm-hmm. maybe they could bring back past Rangers from a Dino season Oh my God, Chase, who was literally in a few episodes of Beast Morphers and not just as Chase. He was that like dancing French guy hologram in that one episode. Yeah. James Davies. I think if Dino Fury is going to surprise us, I think it might be in the cameos that they're able to pull. But the thing that I had a problem with with Beast Morphers was that the second season relied too much on the lore of past seasons. And that's not to say, you know, I didn't like the Vendrix thing because I love the Vendrix thing, like to get closure on power Rangers RPM and to bring back Dr. K and all that was amazing. But if you're going to show the Ranger vault, which is so heavily seen through season two, why was none of that built up in season one? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we haven't done our big like Beast Morphers review or anything, but my thing is like, yes, Beast Morphers was a huge step up in, in my opinion from Ninja Steel, but I don't know if that's putting more expectation on my end for Dino Fury. So when I see things as like, oh, we're getting the same trailer as, <laughs> you know, as every Nickelodeon show and who knows, like. Beast Morphers had a different trailer that Hasbro cut together that was like way more epic. We might get the same for Dino Fury. And the Nickelodeon, yeah. like, news ords might be 
you know, that's just the Nick promo, but the other promo might be similar to the one that they did for beast morphers. So I, I changed from being like completely reactionary to it to just kind of like lukewarm on Dino Fury. Like, yeah, the excitement of the new images of Mick and like this crazy new dinosaur guy. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. That was cool. But on a deeper level, I'm like, man, how is this going to be like every other season for the past 10 years? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I feel, I feel the same way. It's I'm in good. agreement that I hope that this is just a cameo. Like, I like the idea of it just being a quick cameo. I, As much as I love Kelson, don't get me wrong, having Mick stick around for the whole season would feel kind of derivative. Yeah. So, I, I, I am in agreement that I hope this is a cameo. Mm-hmm. It's, and I hate to say it, but especially since it's pretty, like, well-known that Ninja Steel was one of, the, like, the least well-received seasons, like... Right ever um so it just seems weird that you would make like despite how loved the actor and maybe character was it feels weird that you would tie the two together like Mm -hmm. permanently throughout the season and the only reason i could see them doing a ninja steel cameo is to grab maybe some of those older kids who remember ninja steel like oh yeah i remember i remember mick he was cool Mm -hmm. now i'm interested so I can see them using it as as a hook for maybe the first couple episodes. But yeah, that's all I want Mick to be involved in. Like, give them their morphers, uh, bond over Zato also being a fellow alien, and then, you know, get the hell out of there. <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe maybe he's still doing uh, shop classes. Yeah. Just yeah. Summer. Do, do a reference to that. I, I got to go back to teach yeah, shop maybe- now. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he was like maybe he was in the other town to like pick up supplies and <laughs> the, the, came across this monster and The way you said that Zach was was almost like uh, I must return to my home my home planet needs me. <laughs> I have do, to do, go do, now. Do, do, my do. planet needs me. <laughs> <laughs> From the Simpsons. <laughs> but no, AP to your point. Yes, that would be amazing if like Mix just walking around Pine whatever pine cove or whatever this is called like oh i'm getting some supplies and is attacked by a monster like we saw in that picture and then you know these teens like help save him and he's like oh man power rangers something like that you know where it's like hey i i got my own team of power rangers you know we can just call it a tree town i feel like (laughs) (laughs) i feel like head on down (laughs) to tree town All right, so those those were just the initial images on February 1st. Another piece of news that came out on February 1st from the Power Scoop, our friend Mir at the Power Scoop, she reported that Steve McQuillan, stunt coordinator, returns to Power Rangers. He previously worked as an assistant and stunt coordinator from Ninja Storm, to Jungle Fury. I am excited for this because those seasons had some amazing stunt work. Yes. Like, yes. that's another tick in the Dino Fury might be really cool, like, column. Because, I mean, come on. Ninja Storm had awesome fights. Dino Thunder had awesome fights. SPD had awesome fights. 
Mystic Force had some great choreography, like with the woods fighting. Mm-hmm. Jungle Fury, man. Jungle Fury. And is, Jungle Fury. I will never stop singing the praises of Jungle Fury. And so he he was the stunt coordinator, Ninja Storm through Mystic Force, and then was an assistant stunt coordinator on Overdrive and Jungle Fury. Yeah. But now he is back as a full stunt coordinator for Dino Fury. That's awesome. And he worked on Disney Channel original movies, Johnny Kapahala back on board, Wendy Wu. Oh, snap. Okay. <laughs> Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior, Avalon High. Uh, he also worked on Spartacus, Deathgasm, which starred Power Rangers RPM Milo Cawthorn and Power Rangers Super Samurai's Kimberly Crossman. And he also did the Daniel Radcliffe movie, Guns Akimbo. I wanted to see All that. these really good stunt things. Yeah. Like, all these amazing stunt productions. Yep. So, and Netflix's New Legends of Monkey, which Power Ranger Dino Charges Jared Blakenson also had a lead role in. Hmm. So, Just- he did all these amazing shows with all this amazing action. This is what this is what brings me m- my hype back yeah. for Dino Fury. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Dino Fury episode titles and descriptions. So, we're back in the swing of things with uh, the cable uh, TV forum and uh, Kyle416, who posted the first episode titles. And this was our first news of the premiere date, which is February 20th. This was posted on February 3rd. So the first episode is Destination Dino Henge. Go-getting reporter Amelia accompanies Ollie and his mom, Dr. Akana, to investigate the mysterious Dino Henge statues. They run into an evil warrior named Void Knight and a threat that puts the entire world in danger. It sounds interesting. Yeah. Episode two, a week later on the 27th, Sporex Unleashed. Ollie carries out a plan to catch Sporex without his teammates' knowledge. When a monster takes advantage of his idea, Ollie realized the benefit of working as a team. So literally every second episode of Power (laughs) Rangers that we've ever had. Literally the establishing episode that says, hey, don't do this on your own. You're a team now. Uh, Interesting, (laughs) though, that it's it's a blue focus and not a red focus. Usually it's a red focus that does that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Right. And I like that Ollie is mentioned in both. So his mom is a doctor that's studying these weird things. Yeah. So now he's got a plan to catch something that his mom wants to study. So I'm really interested in that storyline. I think that would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. The third episode of Dino Fury is called Lost Signal, which airs on March 6th. The Rangers intercept a mysterious message from outer space, and Zato is desperate to know if it was sent from his home planet. Unable to decipher it and losing hope, he remembers another important message from the past. And I think a mysterious message from outer space, if that's related to Mick or not. It's going to be Sheriff Skyfire. <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't be mad about it if I they did I wouldn't either, that. really. Either that or, um, oh God, what do they call the Gavin character? Chaku. Chaku, yeah, because the whole Henshin Chaku thing. Uh, yeah. yeah, so Chaku or you know, Sheriff, Sheriff Skyfire. Skyfire. I'm, I'm okay with either of those options. I think that'd be neat. That'd be a great way to bring back those characters and, you know, whether it's voice work or 
the actor for Chaku, who was, you know, probably from New Zealand. So, you know, another way to tie everything together again. Yeah. A day later is when we started to get the official stuff. So on February 4th, Power Rangers posted the initial cast photo. And this is them in their regular civilian outfits with the clipboard. And we've had that for previous seasons. It was very nice to see them all together for this picture. And we'll, we'll link to all of this in the show notes. I know we're a podcast. Yeah. Also on the same day, they posted the key art for the season. So the promo art, and they said, Power Rangers, Dino Fury, get hyped and lightning bolt, Tyrannosaurus emojis. I don't care what the quality of the season is. Every time they do one of these promo shots with the cool CGI and the graphic design and all of it, these always look super sharp. Yeah. You got to hand it to their graphic design department because this is awesome looking. Like I just downloaded it. I don't know what the resolution on it is, but I want it as a background because it's amazing looking. I'll have to send it to you guys, but I did a full resolution of it and I did one. I did one where I was able to uh, mask out the logo and replace it with the background. So I have, I have a version that's good for like a backdrop. Yes, please. <laughs> oh, awesome. So I'll, I'll send that to you guys. But the one interesting thing to note in this is the dino dagger, which is a new weapon. It's what black is holding and it's not the full sword like in the Sentai. So this is a Power Rangers only weapon. It's yeah. a smaller dagger blade with a handle grip. It is saying this tweet is not available to me. What? What? Oh, I just refreshed it. <laughs> I'm like, did Power Rangers what? block AP? <laughs> I know, right? I was like, what did I do? They really do hate Oh, my me. gosh. <laughs> that would be horrible. Oh, my God. Now, let's dive into the meat of this press release because the next day, so we, we have the cast photo, the promo art on the 4th. The next day on the 5th, which was a Friday, we got the full press release for the Power Rangers Dino Fury premiere date, which again is February 20th. And the first look, we got the trailer, which is the standard Nickelodeon New Zords trailer, like prehistoric New Zords. New powers, New Zords, same trailer. Yeah, exactly. So um, (laughs) in the article, in the press release uh, that we posted to Ranger Command, I added the profile shots that they had previously released, but we did get some new details for each of the characters and some of the story. So their kind of synopsis of Dino Fury is... An army of powerful alien beings is unleashed on Earth, threatening life as we know it. And a brand new team of Power Rangers, fueled by prehistoric power of the dinosaurs, are recruited to deal with the threat. The series features a vibrant cast, and Hasbro and Nickelodeon today released all new character details to get fans excited for what's to come. Seriously, you could copy and paste that from Dino Charge. I mean, there's nothing new in that synopsis, you know? So Russell Curry plays Red Ranger Zato. Zato is an alien from the planet Rathcon. He has been on Earth since the time of the dinosaurs. Hey, Keeper. Um, Frozen in stasis. After he is revived, he leads the Dino Fury Power Rangers in the hopes of stopping the evil forces that destroyed his planet from destroying Earth. 
And because of these profiles, we find out that their main swords are called Chroma Fury Sabers, as well as the Dino Daggers. I dig the name. I don't know. Something about it's cool. Chroma Fury. Yeah. It's got like nice like 80, like 80s vibes. <laughs> 80s vibes, yeah. But I, I like Chroma Fury because, you know, obviously Fury because of Dino Fury. But Chroma, that's like mm-hmm. multi-color and, you know, Power Rangers we haven't heard the word chroma used a lot in power Rangers. So I think that's a cool mashup like chroma fury that 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 was a really cool name. Obviously the dino fury morpher, the battle belt and the dino fury key. Uh, So we got keys. The Zord is the T-Rex champion Zord. Kai Moya plays Blue Ranger Ali, so Ali Akana, who we found out in the synopsis. Ali is a confident, logical skeptic who always needs to prove he's right and is never afraid to share his opinion. Growing up, he traveled the globe with his archaeologist mom, Dr. Akana. Ali believes that everything can be proven or explained by science. The Zord is the Tricera Blade Zord. But I swear to God, if we don't get some kind of crossover with Dino Charge, like, I don't know, get Claire Blackwelder on a Skype call or something, and Miss Morgan calls in to Dr. Akana. Just something. I just feel like there's so many ties to the past Dino seasons. You know what I mean? Or even just like Dino Thunder. Or Dino Thunder. Yeah, Dr. O. I hate to say it, but I would welcome like a cam- like a cameo from Tommy, in all honesty. Dr. O is the best Tommy. Yeah, so. that's true. That's what I've been saying for years. Dr. O is the best version of Tommy. Yep. Yes. Oh, maybe like a Zoom, like a Zoom cameo. It's like uh, Miss Morgan and Dr. O and uh, like oh, no, so, so, all the dino yeah. people. On, like, a Zoom. An archaeology <laughs> conference <laughs> with relevant. all of them. Yeah, I don't know, something. Maybe that's expecting too much, but come on. Uh, TV shows have adapted to covid and and we've seen stuff like this happen so yeah that'd be nice hunter deno is pink ranger amelia a go-getting journalist with a passion for the paranormal amelia works at the internet media agency buzz blast she is well known in pine ridge as the person to come to if anything weird happens her enthusiasm seeps into everything she does much to the amusement of her friends and co-workers her zord is the and Kylo Hammer Zord. And I'm getting like real wall of weird Chloe vibes from uh, Smallville. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can see that happening. That'd be neat. If she's the go-to person for like weird stuff, I, I really like that. Because, you know, we go from like in Dino Charge where they had, you know, they were going out seeking the Dino Gems and Ninja Steel, they're just running around doing Ninja stuff. And Beast Morphers, they were actually an organization trying to protect the Morphing Grid and uh, Morphex. But here, and we've seen through all of the casting sides that the Power Scoop was able to find, that Buzz Blast is going to be a central part of Dino Fury. There's all these calls for extras as Buzz Blast workers. I almost said BuzzFeed, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's the idea that's the idea yeah i i think that would be a fun way to instead of just like a juice bar hangout or whatever like mm-hmm. they end up all in, working together at this buzz blast and, and having a, an office or something you know this is kind of another thing that led to my it feels all the same because like in beast morphers okay we got the grid battle force set 
But the other set that they had was the workout juice center place. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we're going to get Zato's spaceship and Buzz Blast. It's just kind of all blending together. Moving on, Tessa Rao is Green Ranger Izzy. Izzy is a highly competitive and ambitious athlete. She pushes herself to the limits and never gives up even when the stress is overwhelming. She is close with her stepbrother, Javi. And that is the Tiger Claw Zord is her uh, Zord. And then Chance Perez is Black Ranger Javi. Javi is a free-spirited musician who can be quiet at times, focusing his energy on his creative process and artistic endeavors. Though he loves music, he can't settle on any one style or instrument. His stepsister, Izzy, is his biggest supporter and the most important person in his life, and he has the Stego Spike Zord. I think I'm most excited for his character because I like the whole artistic vibe. Mm. You know, we get another musician, kind of like Kira from Dino Fury. Dino Fury, Dino <laughs> Thunder. Oh, too many dinos, too many, okay? Too, too many, many dinos. dinos. Too many dinos. <laughs> so character wise what are we thinking the best part is that chance perez actually does like yeah he does sing as far as i'm aware like he does make music so um digging the character descriptions this is our first instance of step siblings correct because we've had siblings so that's interesting that we have step siblings in this i've been following hunter on tiktok she posts videos on occasion of like behind the scenes stuff and like the training and stuff mm-hmm. they had to go through. So she's always really excited to, to like show off the dino chart or see, now you got me doing it. Dino fury stuff. <laughs> and yeah. uh, her replies in the comments to fans are always like, we can't wait to show you guys what we've been working on. We know you're excited. You know, thank you for the support. So I think that th- this group of actors, I think it's going to be fun to watch them work. Nice. And the last thing I wanted to mention about the press release is a quote from executive producer Simon Bennett, who says, For nearly 30 years, Power Rangers has brought humorous action-adventure entertainment to the screen with positive messages and real-life lessons that parents value like diversity, inclusion, self-discipline, and teamwork. Throughout the years, the brand has consistently delivered exciting new iterations while instilling the same core values, and it's been an honor getting the opportunity to continue the legacy with Power Rangers Dino Fury. The work, planning, and thoughtfulness put into this show from the entire cast and crew is truly outstanding. We have a number of exciting surprises sprinkled throughout the season, and I cannot wait for fans and kids to watch. Overall, pretty positive. Yeah. I was just... Wanting to focus on the humorous action adventure because yes, humor and comedy is, you know, kind of baked into the show, but it's never been like the focus of the show. And Mm -hmm. except in, you know, the last few years with more the humorous quote unquote and comedic characters. So I just thought it was kind of interesting to note that like humorous part in it and maybe i'm looking too much into it but his line of surprises sprinkled throughout the season yeah that's what i wanted to see like i appreciated what they did in the second season of beast morphers but it felt like some of those connections could have been seeded even earlier into the first season yeah uh, agreed (laughs) so the fact that they're kind of doing that from the beginning and it looks like Mick might be our first surprise. And I almost wish that the pitchers weren't 
spoiled. Yeah. Because how fun would that have been to just see like Mick all of a sudden show up when we're watching this on Saturday morning? I would have been like, oh my God, Mick. Like, I, I didn't yeah. really care much for Ninja Steel, but his character was one of the best parts of that show. Yeah. And it's still like a connection. Exactly. It's still a connection to a past season, no matter what. And that's what would have been the same type of feeling. Like when I watched Mystic Force and Piggy showed up and I'm like, what the hell? But it makes sense because the same actor plays both of the characters. And it would be like that level of of surprise for me. And I'm interested to see what, what Mick is doing in the Dino Fury first episode or second episode or whatever. But that gives me a little bit more hope that, you know, maybe they're planning this a little better. You know, Simon Bennett, I know he's directed the show CERN episodes for a number of years. This is his first crack at executive producing. I'm interested to see what kind of flavor he brings to the show leading a show like this. So that's that's one positive aspect I can I can throw into that. And I agree with your earlier sentiment about how the line in the quote of sprinkling in surprises throughout like that's going to be exciting. The problem is I think for us in the fandom in the media related fandom is mm-hmm. most of these probably won't be surprises for us unfortunately, but I'm looking forward to the season. I'm looking forward to seeing what those surprises may be. Yeah, and because of COVID, I want to say just for the cast and the crew, the fact that they were able to film this during a pandemic. Yeah. They weren't able to go home for the Christmas break like other uh cast people have done. Yeah. They are living and the crew and cast are sacrificing and they're taking precautions on set. New Zealand is still like probably one of the best handled cases in this entire I believe it's one of the only countries where there are zero cases of COVID. Exactly. And that speaks a lot to the leadership of the country for sure. And, And again, you're right. The cast, the crew making these sacrifices and being able to to film this show, regardless of the fact that, you know, they're doing it through these, I hate to say this phrase, but it's true, unprecedented times. Uh, right. Like that speaks volumes about their dedication to the craft. And my point is the fact that there is no delay in a premiere date for Power Rangers. We are still hitting a February premiere yeah. like we have done all these other years in the past. Yeah. And to me... That is an incredible achievement just from the cast and crew. So no matter what we think of the quality of the season, we have to give it up for the production team, for the crew, for sacrificing, you know, a return trip during the holidays, being away from their families and powering through to continue to film for the second season. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So if nothing else, I, I give it up to the actors. I give it up to the crew. And I don't know what's going to happen with these episodes. I've not seen anything. We haven't seen anything yet. But the fact that they were able to pull this together, that alone should speak volumes to the the dedication that, you know, a lot of this crew who, you know, remain largely the same behind the scenes yeah. for all of New Zealand. And we have to remember that as as much as some of us dislike the last 10 years, starting with Samurai, 
a lot of these people were involved in the Disney seasons too. Like Carol Petrie, who was doing the visual effects. She was literally one of our first interviews when we started the, the podcast, even though it was a text interview, you know, she's been visual effects from the beginning of the New Zealand thing. And she's still there. So there's a lot of like behind the scenes that have remained consistent and, you know, with, with the trailer, we did get a few shots from the, the premiere and stuff, and it always looks good in HD, but I think where my frustration lied was just that at this point, it's starting to look all samey, but that's on me as like, you know, super detailed oriented fan. I'm sure kids are going nuts for dinosaurs again. Oh, yeah. Hell, I love dinosaurs. I love that there's more dinosaurs. I think these suits look freaking amazing. I I never watched yeah. Rue Soldier, but the Zords, the costumes look incredible. The aesthetics are yeah, great. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. The night design on the visor oh where God. like the teeth come down to form the grill of the helmet. It's awesome. And I've always yeah. loved the aesthetic, even if I didn't watch Rue Soldier. And so that is going to play into, like, I hope we get some lightning collection figures of uh, Dino Fury, because I will buy them, because I love yeah. the designs of the suits. Yeah, and Void Knight, you know, that that purple Rue Soldier armor. Even when Rue Soldier was uh, happening, and that's uh, Guy Solg, that Sentai team-up movie that they did, yeah. where we got introduced to uh, Guy Solg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. was amazing, and they brought... Captain Marvelous and Decamaster and Doggy Kruger and all those like other characters. But from the get go, I always thought that Geisolg Void Knight in this case, yeah. it definitely gives me like a Korag Wolzard vibe with the purple armor, the shield, the sword. He's definitely, he's definitely one of the ones I really, really, really want a lightning collection figure of because that suit is amazing. Oh God. I'm definitely for that. You know what? Now I'm talking about this. I'm, now I'm getting. Now you're talking yourself into it. See, yeah. <laughs> All right. We got to figure out a way to stream this uh, season premiere together or something. Oh, that would be fun. Like, God, if you want, there's got to be. God, if you want to get up at freaking, it's seven a.m. for me. It is seven a.m. for you. It's eight a.m. for us. Maybe a little bit later then. We can stream it together a little later. I don't know. No. And just stay off social media all morning. Wait, 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 wait. wait. No, you're on to something, AP. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, you know. are. <laughs> Look, look, well, wait, I'm, I'm thinking about this. Now. You can, can you stream it from your Philo? I may be able to. Oh, my Lanta. Because if we if if I can do like share screen and audio through Skype and we can watch it together through Philo, like it may be slightly be. delayed for you guys. I know you can do it through Discord. I think Doug was telling me about that because oh we were going to do like a Doctor there is Who there is party. like a share screen share stream thing through Discord. Yeah. There is, yeah, you're right. Wait, wait, wait. wait hold. On. I want. I want to test it. I want to test it through Skype first. Okay. Well, we can do that after we finish recording. Oh, that's that's true. No, no, you're right. I'm. I'm like. Oh, maybe we can stream it live. Okay, we'll figure that out. Maybe we'll do like a YouTube live. I'll just have to get up at freaking six a.m. on a Saturday. But the good news is we're not releasing an episode that Saturday, so I won't be like middle of the night editing. Oh, there you go. So. All right. Okay, we can do this. We can do this. <laughs> Before we move on to Ranger Nation answers, is there any other thoughts y'all have on the news, on what we talked about, kind of maybe some some final thoughts? Or should I just say, Ranger Nation answers, we asked, are you excited for Power Rangers Dino Fury? Why or why not? I mean, we, we kind of 
answered this earlier, but I mean, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking yeah. forward to these actors. I'm looking forward to these suits and seeing them in action. I really want that Void Knight Lightning Collection figure now that I talked about it. Like, <laughs> that's my one want. <laughs> Can you imagine if that's like the fan first Friday and we come back Friday like, oh my God. <laughs> that is my sincere hope is that they're like, hey, we have Dino Fury news. Zach keeps speaking lightning collection figures into existence. He did. I guy. That's true. I did speak. I guy. This is me speaking Void Knight lightning collection announcement this Friday into existence. I hope and pray. Please, please, uh, Morphin Grid. Here's a question I want to pose to you. Does the Zato yes. lightning collection figure civilian head come with the antenna well it would have to (laughs) (laughs) i i I feel like they maybe in a rare instance they would do both that'd be like both heads because obviously he's not going around earth you know with antenna going (laughs) like we 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 see it we see it in the pictures like in other pictures he doesn't have the antenna yeah he's he's gotta have a way to like hide them Oh man, that would be so great if he has like a kind of like an Andros type vibe to him where he's like, I'm trying to fit in with your culture <laughs> or something. I don't know. Oh, I would love, I would actually kind of love that. You know, ca- kind of like the awkward, like, I don't know your ways. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of fish out of water would be nice. It's It's been a hot minute since we've had that in. I just don't want it to be like Brody who was, I mean, he was human, but he was away from like earth and everything and living with aliens for like, you know, 10 or so years. And they had some of that awkwardness in the beginning. And then that they threw that right out the window. It was just like, boop. And uh, I'm a normal teen now. AP, any other additional thoughts on what we talked about? No. All right. Not really. (laughs) Well, I'm kind of with you. I'm, I'm definitely cautiously optimistic i am keeping my expectations a little low just from what i've seen from the trailer and who knows hasbro may cut a better trailer that they show off on the investor meeting and i lose my mind who knows (laughs) i want dino fury to prove me wrong yeah like if this is the last season that they use sentai footage then blow it out of the water for me like just go all out Mm mm-hmm we won't know the effects of all the COVID style effects from this, but you know, sometimes creativity is forged in, in the fire of limitation. It's something that they're limited to do. They have to find new ways around it. And if that means bringing more of these New Zealand actors who have been with power Rangers for 15 years or or more at this point, 20 years, you know what I mean? Like, like 15, 16 years. I think that would be an incredible send off to filming in, in New Zealand. And I don't know if E1 is going to move production. I don't know if this is it for New Zealand. I don't know what the future of power Rangers is after Dino Fury. I don't think anyone does, but this might be kind of a send off season in a way. Yeah. It kind of concerns me a little bit that one comment like there's from Simon Bennett, like kind of insinuating that there will be more like little surprises, mm-hmm. like unexpected surprises throughout the season. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. I'm kind of like optimistic about that because that was clearly an intentional statement. Yeah, I just don't want it to be fake hype like we've seen in cast in the past. Like, oh, well, this is going to be the best season. Like, oh, my God, we have so many surprises. I can't wait for everyone to see it. And then it's just like, uh, like okay, yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
Like, cause I mean, I get it. It's like, everyone wants to be excited for their season. Everyone wants to like build up the hype, but kind of like broken record at this point. So if that statement is true, if there are a lot of exciting surprises, quote unquote, and if Mick was the first start of those surprises, great. I think it'd be funny if they brought back Mick and do all of his past characters in some way. I think that'd be a hilarious in joke. Who knows? All right, so we asked in our Ranger Nation answers, we asked, are you excited for Power Rangers Dino Fury? Why or why not? And once again, Ranger Nation has exploded in comments, in opinions. We've got a very wide range, ranging from super negative to super positive. And we're going to read most of them that I have posted in the show notes. Just a fair bit of warning. I don't know how this will land us reading back and forth, but I will take the Facebook comment from Josh because he wrote literally a novel. <laughs> I think it's one page, okay. one full page of our show notes. I'm not even joking. Jesus. Yeah. So he apologized in advance, but uh, yeah, he apologized on Twitter. I'm scrolling dead. But oh, I, wow. Yeah, that's that's an essay. That's a, that's a college thesis right there. That's literally one page of our show. Yeah. Notes. All right. So first we're going to Twitter. Jace at Jason Talbot, 1981 said, honestly, no, I just can't get invested in a show that takes a massive break after nine episodes each year and is split over two years. Suits are pretty nice. And I do usually enjoy the dino seasons. I will watch it, but I, it won't be right away. Like in the past. Cowan Dos Santos at Cowan MHA. It's translated from Portuguese by Google, yeah. so I'm trying to said I'm excited for Dino Fury because besides being the first Power Ranger season I wa- I'm watching, I think a lot of people um know I watched and uh, watched a uh, Ryu Soldier. It's a Sentai that I really like and is among my favorites. And to be able to see the same uniforms in a totally different story will basically be like really cool. Yeah. Adam at Little Adam 87 says, In the middle, looking forward to the new cast. However, the trailer and comments from production folks make most fans believe that it'll be more of the same. No change up to fix the criticisms of past seasons. Nothing different to tap into that potential of the brand. They've dug their heels into being goofy and dragging in ham fisted moral lessons each episode. The focus should be to create an exciting kids' action show. The difference in tone between Zenkaiger's trailer and Dino Fury's trailer is astonishing. Hoping for the best. Sean at My Name is Sean said, I'm always excited for a new season. New suits, weapons, zords, characters, story, etc. It always feels fresh at first, but I'm keeping my expectations low because in a few episodes, it'll just feel like more of the same. Uh, Big Mike at Big Mike 8109 said, The looks... Props slash camera shots, feel, tone, and repetitiveness of all those combined since Super Mega Force has me meh on the presentation, but I do like those suits a lot, so I guess I'm looking forward to it, but not overall hyped. Alexander and the Gang Reviews at the Gang Reviews said, My son and I are excited for the show because I would like to see how the story plays out. Also, the Zord combining looks interesting to me. Seeing a purple knight villain, I am curious if they go the Mystic Force route and make him a hero in the end. Ooh, that's a good point. Uh, Brandon at Das Whalebeard said, It looks more like a bland version of Rue Soldier, which was pretty dang bland to begin with. Probably gonna pass on it, sadly. 
Great Simon Kabi at Simon Kabi said, tell the truth. No beast morphers, while improved, still had the stink of the Neo-Saban era. I don't see that changing. Hell, an interview confirmed it's still being written for toddlers. That just makes it hard to watch. Angel at AngelBeaster17 says, I'm excited, but not excessively. They haven't shown anything impressive for me yet. But the Power Rangers Beast Morphers TV show was really good and funny, and the toys, especially the Zords, looked fine. I hope they keep the same quality for the new season, but at the same time, I'd like them to improve. Ryan Cox at Ryan Cox 20 said, no, I'm not excited. Just feels like more of the same, and I'm just not into more of the same. I want something different, not just small changes here and there. And those changes that they do make are so minor. Can you call it an actual change? Can't wait for the reboot. Ari at 3 Ezekiel said, I will always enjoy the Power Rangers brand, but I haven't been the target audience for at least a decade, so I wouldn't say excited. I think the best wording for me would be, I'm interested in seeing what they do, and I'll check it out at my own pace. Pal at Paladin4221 said, I'm curious how people will be able to watch it without a cable provider. And with all the other shows leaving Netflix, it's unlikely folks can count on that option. Dark Tamara at Dark underscore Tamara said, I'm cautiously optimistic. Beast Morphers is number nine in my top 21 seasons, so I definitely have high hopes for Hasbro's second run. But even so, these are still the same guys that wrote Ninja Steel. I'm banking on an A-tier season at best, a C-tier season at worst. Charlie Shields, once to fund the people at C Shields Film, said, I'm sure it will be fine, but considering this might be the end of the show as we know it, if that rumor of Hasbro cutting ties with Toei are true, I'm just curious if and how they can wrap up this almost 30-year epic saga. Josh Perry at Living Ranger Key said, I'm not really sure, to be honest. I like some of the things we have seen so far, but overall it just seems like more of the same Neo-Saban slash Hasbro era antics. I'll ride the hype train, but the fandom will probably stop remembering the show even exists by the time it goes into hiatus. Dragon CD at Mr. Change Dragon says, Not gonna say no, but not gonna say yes either. Curious to see how it goes since all signs point to this being the last traditional season and possibly the end of the original continuity itself. Hassan Ahmed at Hassan Ahmed 120 said, Excited? Not really. It's hard to be hyped when it doesn't look that different from recent seasons. That being said, I'm happy to be getting more Power Rangers, and I'm looking forward to watching something new at least. It Takes Two to Toku at It Takes Two to Toku said, I'm excited. Dinosaurs are always fun, and based on their social media, the cast looks super adorable, and their excitement feeds my excitement. Plus, this will be my very first season of Power Rangers, where I've seen the Sentai first, so I think it'll add an interesting factor. Josh at Talking Tanuki said, I'm excited to see the new suits, but I'm holding back some of that excitement to see if the story is any good. Reverie probably should be writing at Undying underscore Reverie said, I'm interested in seeing how it adapts the source material, as I feel like I'm in the minority for actually liking Ryu Soldier. Julian Du at Martian underscore Ranger said, At this moment, I am more eager to see Dino Fury than I am for an issue of Mighty Morphin or Power Rangers. Take that with what you will. Ouch. Uh, Midwest Tokusatsu at Noah Bowden 7 said, Nah, not really. 
I think Dino Fury's primary purpose is to serve as filler until the Ent Whistle era. Okay, wow. So now instead of wow. single episodes being filler, now we've got a whole season <laughs> that's just filler. Oh, that scares me. Um, all right, uh, Toku Chris at Toku Chris said, nah, the production team has proven to me that their format is essentially the same each year. No desire to change it up. And when the executive producer's first description of Power Rangers is humorous, you know you're in for a wild two years of hoping Sentai doesn't suck. And Ken Glenn, at the Ken Glenn, said in response to that, gonna agree with Chris, this is the same thing we have been doing, rinse and repeat, you can feel it in your bones. Uh, Chris Worms, at Chris Worms, said, I'm always excited for new Rangers. I didn't care much for Beast Morphers, but every new episode slash season of Power Rangers is a chance for more good content. I wish seasons had as much variation of tone and presentation as the different seasons of Sentai, but for the most part, it still makes for an entertaining 22 minutes a week. Von Fury at Mr. Cooper 92 said, I'm cautiously excited for the season. I want to see how they adapt Rue Soldier as a whole since I really enjoyed that show. It can be either good or bad, but I'm still going to watch it. Here's hoping it turns out well. Also, hashtag Team Izzy, uh, smiling face with horns. So that's the uh, little devil emoji. Okay, that's what I thought. All right. uh, Johnny at Johnny underscore Marrero said, yes, I'm so excited for Dino Fury, especially with with, uh, Steve McQuillan back on as a stunt coordinator. Do you think Dino Fury will have that Disney era level of action packed fighting? I hope it does. I hope so too. That would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that, but yeah, we are really hoping for that early Disney era type of stunt action scenes. Yeah. I think that'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. Orange Ranger videos at Orange Ranger vid said, tentatively excited. There are aspects of the Sentai, the overall look, the pacing of what happens in the footage that I'm not thrilled about, but Beast Morphers had a great story. So I'm looking forward to seeing what Dino Fury can do. And uh, in response to that, uh, Jungle Karma Pippa at JK Pippa said, I'm certain it will let me down. So all it has to do is not be the worst Power Rangers season ever. That's a very low bar. Loving Cure Summer 2021 at Summer Manatsu said, sure, I enjoyed Beast Morphers. And while I didn't watch their super seasons, I did enjoy the first seasons with Dino Charge and Ninja Steel teams. Power Rangers has earned my trust, so I'm excited for Dino Fury. Cobra Kai at Young Love um, 619. I have to laugh at his because his name is really Kai. And and the fact that he did like Cobra in parentheses, like Cobra Kai, yeah. like the uh, mm-hmm. the Netflix series. That's that's hilarious. That's good. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cobra Kai at Young Love 619 said, honestly, these seasons are starting to feel like a blur to me. Dino this, Dino that, but I must say, really excited about the diverse cast. Uh, Norman Law at Spidey Rider 4 said, Not really, since it's probably going to be the same thing for the past 10 years, but still going to watch it to see how it goes. Tyler Waldman at Airsef said, I'm not as excited as I was about Beast Morphers. Maybe it's that the choice of Sentai is less bold, or we've seen heard so little going into the premiere. Maybe it's the lack of the traditional PMC hype. Maybe it's the suits only a mother could love. Ooh, come on now. The suits are great. <laughs> That's flag on the play. Hey, hey everyone's entitled to their pants. Yeah, but not wrong ones. <laughs> oh, come oh. on. 
Uh, Eric T. at Spandex T. Rose said, If the Rangers aren't working at Jurassic Karma Pizza, why should I care? I'm cautiously optimistic about this season, though. I'm curious how prominent Void Knight slash Guy Sorg will be, and I would love to see more of that suit in action because it's an awesome it design. It is an awesome design. Cole Hruskovi at Nicholas Hrusov1 said, I am... It seems like there's some new stuff along with things from the past. It seems like the Morphin Grid lore is being expanded, which is always a plus. I like that Kelson is back and that the Red Ranger is an alien, plus new showrunner with directing experience. Jungle Karma Pippa at JK Pippa said, I was a little, but then Simon went, quote, we're making a show for four-year-olds and the older fan base is not important to us, unquote. And he kept the same writers and then the photos and then... Any anticipation I had for Dino Fury died a gory and gruesome death. I feel defeated. Bor L at Titanium Tigre said, eh, I mean, the plot sounds kind of interesting, but to be honest, I just want Entwistle's reboot universe to come already. Uh, Robert Singleton at HRobs1996 said, I'm excited and ready for Dino Fury. I don't know what will go down, but I'm excited for some Dino power and ready to meet the new team. Tanara Kuhn blm at tanara n said sure this season looks promising in a lot of ways i'm excited to see where it goes edward sanchez at edward is the man said yes i'm excited for dino fury because i love dinosaurs and that chris graham aka leon bow from power rangers mystic force will be directing the first two episodes ranger t-rex fan 056 at ranger toku nerd said nope i'm more curious Sentai 5 said, not going to say no, but most certainly not going to say yes. Keeping my expectations to a minimum. Who knows? I might actually be surprised. Man shrugging emoji. (laughs) I really got to remove those. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew Nugent at Andrew Nugent CV1 said, yes. (laughs) Short and simple. Ethereal Guardian, EtherGuard, at... Dietz underscore Rebecca said, I know I'm excited for Dino Fury. Despite the keys not matching the Sentai versions, I'm still stoked because of the first female Green Ranger in Power Rangers history and the first gender bend from male to female Ranger in 19 years. Oh, that's a point I forgot to make. That's kind of exciting. Like, what are they going to do with that? Because I don't know what the Sentai footage is like. You know what? We didn't even mention in the trailer that they have that cockpit that feels the same i think that's where a lot of like where i checked out in that trailer was i'm like oh great it's another you know gray wall gray walled room yeah cockpit with them on podiums podiums, and they can they can put their swords in the thing like every other i'm just glad i mean i mentioned it on twitter but i'm just glad that the wall doesn't have like obvious scenes <laughs> right. that, like where the flats are falling down <laughs> it's definitely more perspective it's more layered yeah the walls are more 3d and there's more depth to the set and someone did a an edit an amazing photo edit which we retweeted the edit i loved with the black and like the that. neon lights like you that didn't see was that awesome that was amazing. oh you did see it okay yeah. i thought you said you yes. didn't see it yeah they turned the lighting to like black and it looked like the walls were glowing red and everything was like this dark blue neon. And I was like, Oh my God, that is a hundred times better than another gray wall. Yeah. 
So I agree. Like, this is amazing. Like, we haven't had a gender-switched ranger since Wild Force. And that's amazing. Like, the fact that, you know, they were able to say, look, we need another female ranger on the team of five. We can't have just one girl in a cast again. And the fact that they are able to buck the Sentai trend... I always love when they do that. And, you know, to the people saying, well, where's green skirt? Please shut up. They've (laughs) any gender bent ranger in power Rangers. They've always kept it to the Sentai footage. And to me, a new cockpit does signify that. Yeah. They're going to be filming a lot more action scenes because I saw pictures of the Rue soldier one and it's all like glass and neon and it's, it's got that reflective prism quality, which looks cool. Yeah. But if you're going to completely change the gender of a ranger and, you know, slimmer body type, which the green Rue soldier was already a very small individual to begin with. There's, you know, a little bit of a effeminate quality to the character to begin with, but now you're making it even more obvious with a, a female person in the suit you know, they have to have more original footage. And what we saw with Beast Morphers was very much a lot of original footage and they didn't gender bend anyone. It was, they were just using more original footage and original fights. So if they're bringing that same level of originality in terms of original footage to Dino Fury, then yeah, they would need a whole new cockpit. They would need different fight scenes, you know, to highlight that, yeah, this is a girl character now. Mm-hmm. Tim Chandler at T Chandler 2 said, Power Rangers as a series should have been allowed to die after RPM. When the nostalgia wave hit, at least the last series that aired would have been cult status compared to the absolute decade of suck everything post-RPM Oof. has been. That's a strong, that's a spicy meatball. Not sure I agree yeah. with that, but eh, everyone's got the right to their opinion. All right. You okay? You want some water? You got a stretch for this one? <laughs> you want a snack? <laughs> Joshua Aaron Moore on Facebook said, I'm just indifferent, more or less, about new Power Rangers shows as a whole, and Dino Fury is no different. I hope it's great, but my expectations for it are low. Honestly, though, it's maybe not even fair for me to project any feelings about it accessibility of actually watching the show in a manner in line with the 21st century has made it easier not to care generally. And I've not watched more than a handful of episodes from any season since Dino supercharge when all of beast morphers is available. I'll probably buckle down and check it out. I like the premiere and the team up was fun for what it was, but I'd be lying if I said it's a priority. I hate feeling this way because most of the newer actors seem to embrace their roles and have fun with it. I wish them all the best, but it's just hard for me to get excited anymore about new PR shows. I don't generally know if it's because I'm just tired of the show or if the writing quality of it has declined. That's made my affection wane. It's not like Power Rangers on TV has really ever been an example of an incredible storytelling. It's subjective, obviously, But what I believe to be the exceptions are few, and even those suffer at times from Power Rangers limitations slash intentions. There's a cookie-cutter formula baked into this brand, for better or I believe worse, and it's just not doing it for me anymore. Even if Dino Fury attempted an incredible story and the characters were well-developed, if most every episode's ended with 
Rangers fight monster of the day. Need new gimmick Zordex Machina of the day to help stop it. My interest level would probably subside quickly. There's just too many ways to engage with the brand and too many other things to enjoy for me to waste my time on something that has obviously tried to appeal to kindergarten age children in the strictest senses. And you know what? The show I fell in love with did the same thing. I can piss and moan about new Power Rangers doing what it's doing as much as I want, but MMPR had the same goals and same audience in mind. And if I didn't have nostalgia coloring my opinion of it, I'd probably be having the same opinions about it. I hope kids today watch Dino Fury, Ninja Steel, Samurai, or whatever it might be, and fall in love with the show the same way I and many other listeners have over the years. But my appreciation for what's new, just for the sake of it being the newest iteration, has pretty much stopped for now. There's so much. The Boom Comics, the 2017 movie, fan productions, podcasts, collector-minded merchandise that I can enjoy and still feel like I'm as much of a fan as I've ever been, if not more so. I wish the show could keep up with me and what I want from it, but that's selfish. I hope Dino Fury delivers joy in great quantities to Power Rangers fans of all ages, but this one likely be sitting on the sidelines while it happens. And I'm all right with that. Edit. While I don't love the Dino Fury suits, that new dinosaur ally is adorable, and I want an action figure of him ASAP. See? Positivity. Whew. That was... You guys can you, you guys can juggle the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> that was incredibly eloquent. Right? Uh, Thank you. Yeah, yeah. it was. Well, thank you for me reading it, it really but uh, thank you, for Josh, thank you to Josh, for more posting so that. Than... Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it very well yeah. said, and I share a, a lot of the yes. same feelings. Yeah, I agree. Over to Instagram, uh, G1 to the rescue said, I'm excited about Dino Fury for two reasons. One, we get another Black Red Ranger. And two, Ryu Soldier up to this point is my favorite contemporary Super Sentai series. All 48 episodes. So I figure like this, as amazing as Ryu Soldier was, Dino Fury could miss a couple shots and still exceed Power Rangers' expectations. Uh, Cam Jam Bam said, I'm excited about Power Rangers' Dino Fury. I like the Red Ranger helmet designs. It's my favorite. Tokusatsu Fan 133 said, I like it already so far by looking at the trailer, but really hope it doesn't turn out like Ninja Steel slash Megaforce. So a lot of very passionate opinions about the new season. And again, yeah, yeah, like um, I'm looking forward to more information for sure. Oh, yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, me too. And who knows what we'll see from Fan First Friday, which uh, you probably already heard our reactions because I inserted into this episode. <laughs> but but <laughs> past me doesn't know what the hell happened. So we'll see. Rewind. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to see. And I think every premiere is exciting on some aspect because it's new and it's fresh and we want to see all the new stuff, you know, but it's really those first nine episodes that kind of set the tone like pre hiatus. Yeah. And it really Mm -hmm. makes me go, Oh wow. Am I going to stick with this one? Or that's a yikes for me, dog. Like I'll wait for, you know, it it to be leaked over the summer kind of thing, Mm -hmm. you know, good or bad. Like, you know, I might seek out other ways of watching it. If I'm really excited for what the outcome is like, 
what I did for Beast Morphers, like what a lot of people did for Beast Morphers. But we've been doing this podcast for eight years at this point, seven years going into eight, and we've seen these same patterns. And why did we not do a lot of Beast Morphers reviews last year? Because we had other more important things to talk about. And that's the beauty of this franchise is it's not just the TV show. There's the comics, which we're very excited about. There's all the games, all of the merchandise, you know, the, the movie, other things that we can delve into. Like when we do our Ranger commentaries, like these older episodes that we watch again in a new light and find something of value again in those seasons. So, you know, no matter what happens with Dino Fury, it's not like we're going to stop talking about Power Rangers. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's what we have to look forward to. And we might like Dino Fury. We literally do not yeah. know. That's the fun <laughs> about a new season is there is really no way of knowing until you're in the thick of it. So, yeah. And, you know, if we're, you know, really excited and passionate about what Dino Fury has to offer us and, you know, depending on these surprises, we're still going to talk about it. Who knows? I mean, if they keep on the trajectory of, of beast morphers or, or build upon the good things that were in that show, or, you know, the more critically acclaimed things, we might have a dynamite season on our hands. And, you know, the fandom might be like exploding about it. You know, it's like, Oh my God, this is amazing. This is incredible. Or it might be more of the same. And no matter what that is, just from the comments that we saw here, there is a very wide range of opinions. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that's that's great because if we all had the same thoughts about it, this would be a very boring conversation <laughs> to have. <laughs> I, I think it really also speaks to the fandom. Like, obviously, we all have our different opinions, but the thing about the opinions is, is there is passion behind each opinion because everyone in this fandom loves this property, loves this franchise. And so the people who want to see it be better are passionate about that. And the people who enjoy it for what it is are passionate about that. And that's important too, because if none of us were passionate about it, the brand would fail regardless. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. having this wide range of opinions, everybody talking on Twitter or social media, everybody who, you know, talks to their friends in real life about it. You know, that kind of uh, passion for the brand is the most important thing. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, yeah. it's, you know, it's a franchise that a lot of us grew up with. And, you know, the only reason I think that we critique it so much is because at the end of the day, we, we love it. You know, we love the joy that it brought us or continues to bring to us. And we only want, to see amazing things happen. We want the world to know, Hey, we love power Rangers and this is why it's awesome. So I think it hits a lot of, you know, it hits a little bit harder when it feels disappointing to us because it's like, Oh man, someone might see that and go like, Whoa, that's what power Rangers is. It's still on TV. This is a joke. And I think, you know, there's a level of kind of that fan ownership or whatever, but we only do that because we're passionate about a franchise and the cautionary tale of that is don't let your passion for a franchise override your moral obligations. Like don't become a complete jerk just because someone likes a season that you don't, or you hate 
how a direction of a franchise is going so much that you harass the creators and the actors and all that stuff. We've seen so many fandoms go down that route and, and we don't need that. So yes, you can criticize. Yes. You can be critical of something that you love, but at the same time, remember why you got into a franchise in the first place. Remember your original love for it and don't taint that love with over negativity. Be responsible. Mm -hmm. Critique responsibly. Exactly. Exactly. I could not say it better myself. (laughs) I think that about does it for episode 175 of Ranger Command Power Hour. Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. If you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com or check us out at rangercommand.com. We're on Twitter at rangercommandph, on Instagram and Facebook at Ranger Command Power Hour, all one word. And for the next episode, which will be on the 27th, we'll have our reactions for Power Rangers Dino Fury, first episode. We'll be excited. Yeah. Hopefully. We'll be very excited. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, tune in for our next episode. Thank you, everyone who listened. A lot of news to break down. So thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy lives to listen to us. So thank you very much. And we'll catch you later. Bye, everybody. Bye. (laughs) You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphin Grid at www dot rangercommand.com follow us on twitter at rangercommandph like us on facebook and instagram at rangercommandpowerhour ranger command is also on patreon become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks by pledging you are helping us make our show even better go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more Thanks for listening.